Live from the garden at the Monarch Building in Ogden, Utah, in conjunction with Ogden City Arts, Ogden's First Friday Arts Drill, and arts nonprofit Ogden First, this is Van Sessions, a podcast where musicians cram in a van and play live acoustic sets. Find Van Sessions on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Rate and follow this podcast along with the amazing featured artist now on Van Sessions. All right, welcome everyone out to Van Sessions where we play live music sets in a van at the Monarch Building. My name is R. Brandon Long, alongside Todd to the top. Give a shout out to Todd out there. Nice. We are the Bandy Collective. Today, Van Sessions is proud to partner with Ogden City Arts, Ogden First, and First Friday Arts Stroll. Tonight's show is being recorded live as a podcast. You can find all Van Sessions podcasts on iTunes and Spotify by simply searching Van Sessions. Please uh, follow us, rate us. It helps us a ton. Find all other Banyan Collective produced podcasts, including the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, literally Leaky Waiters, and the new Nine Rails Arts Podcast by simply searching the Banyan Collective on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Share the love tonight. Use hashtag Van Sessions, hashtag Ogden Arts, or tag us at the Banyan Collective or at Van Sessions in your social media posts, and that is called Sharing the Love. Thank you so much. All right, now on Van Sessions, this is Dave Garofalo. song is called Far Beyond the Spring.
Dave's going to jump in the van. We're going to chat with Dave here for a minute. Get to know him a little bit. Uh, there's some headphones. There's a mic. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing right, fantastic. So, uh, we should be uh, up front with our listeners here on the podcast that uh, the performance is actually outside the van this evening because you brought some fancy equipment and we are chatting inside the van. So, yes, um, Dave Garofalo, formerly of Safety Suit, who decided to leave a band of like 20 years and, and like, let's move to Ogden. Yeah. That's a, like that's the plan. <laughs> that's that's exactly how it went. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> before I know it, just boom. boom let's move to Ogden. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's get into um, you. You're part of a successful band, and um, you were to, you know toured toward the world, the entire world, places that we don't even know about yet. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> playing the, your the music. farthest one probably being Diego Garcia, which is you know civilians can't even go there. We don't even know. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just this island. Snuck in on a 
bus and they just like here you go yeah and you end up in ogden because you fell in love it's a really it's a love story it's a self circle it's a circle yeah. of life yeah. yeah all right all right simba tell, tell us about the girl okay <laughs> any good story starts with a girl so yeah. so uh we would i would come through salt lake city through the um the complex whenever we'd come through town which i hear you had good response here in salt lake Salt Lake was our best market. It was yeah. our favorite show. I'm, and I'm not just saying that. Like, this area, there's something about the electricity at the mm. concerts that just didn't quite get matched at mm. the other, in the other cities. Um, but, yeah, Salt Lake City was definitely our best market. And um, so I, I'm excited to have ended up in this place. Yeah. But, like I said, it, I fell in love with a girl. I didn't go, okay, let me see, point and shoot. Where do I want to go? You did not throw a dart. The, you fell in love. No, I, I fell in love, yeah. Okay. And then she just happened to be from here. Okay. And, uh, and we moved in together. And then, you know, it was just kind of as I started to meet people. Did you know Ogden, anything about Ogden? I literally, and this is a common theme of what I'm seeing of people that I'm meeting here. <laughs> They're like, I came here. I had no idea what to expect. But yeah. somehow the, the, the specific set of skill sets I have fit perfectly with where this place was at okay, in its what are evolution. Your skill sets? My skill sets? Yeah. Well, I make a mean coffee with an AeroPress, my friend. <laughs> Welcome to Ogden! Welcome Woo! to Ogden! <laughs> That's all um, we ask for around yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, leaving le the, the reason, you know, that kind of ties into why I left the band, because a lot of people are like, why, why, you know, it's a, su a successful thing. You're doing what you love as a career for 20 years. Why would you leave that? And the simple thing is that all of that stuff and the frill around it, it really doesn't matter if you're not truly and authentically following your heart without compromise. And even though it was kind of close to what I was born to do, it wasn't giving me an outlet to um, write and create the music, kind of like a little bit of what you just heard, that mm -hmm. genre di is different. It's not pop rock, and that's Wait, what Safety Suit was. There is no genre. Kind of, you know, I, I actually made up a, a new genre name, Audio Surrealism, because it creates, the music creates an inner scene inside you populated by your subconscious, which makes it awesome oh, way awesome okay so, so for those of you who are new to, new to dave garofalo you should go to youtube and um search is it the last invisible dog it, close it's the last visible dog the last vi i sorry and yeah, it's the last visible dog yeah and it's uh yeah okay i'm not gonna say what that means no but um there is a rant about saccharin yeah, th yeah that's saccharin okay yes <laughs> yes yes uh, okay and that's what we so the evolution is inward talk about that Okay. Wow. So yeah, the, uh, one of the, one of the things I'm seeking to do is, you know, you look out in our culture and we use music primarily for entertainment, which, you know, I've got no problem with. That's great. However, uh, music in ancient times was known and used as a tool for collective evolu evolution and personal evolution. The shamans would use rhythm and melody to turn the senses of the tribe inward. Why? Because that's where the answers are. Number one, number two, that's where all our differences fade away to where there's that essence that kind of, you know, all of us. So I'm, with the music that I'm playing, um, I, I, I write melodies. Well, they, I channel melodies because I don't, it doesn't, it bypasses my logical mind. And the melodies seem to have an effect on people where um, it, it kind of indraws your senses uh, and can be a catalyst to breakthrough in your life. For example, I just played at the Argo House and um, last, uh, the, on the 28th, and <clears throat> I do some spontaneous stuff mixed with structured stuff, kind of like the way the Doors concerts were. And um, during this, the spontaneous stuff, uh, somebody had to leave because they were crying so hard. And oh, that wow. touched me. Like, to me, I don't care about anything other than 
the impact of the music on the soul and then and then where do we go from there and 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 you know a lot of people leave the concerts kind of like what am i doing like am i truly happy and sure I'm, I'm paying the bills i got toys that i'm gonna have to leave somebody after i die but am i really happy do i have purpose and that's you know creating yourself express uh, create um expressing yourself creatively brings color to an otherwise black and white world so here in ogden I'd like to uh, do concerts that are more interactive for the crowd. So have easels set up. If you feel inspired to paint, you can do that. If you want to dance, free dance, Everybody do that. Dance. Bring bongos. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's just kind of a non-judgmental space created by the sound that we go through ancient, otherworldly kind of sounds to joyful, heart-opening sounds and everywhere in between. And hopefully with that, it will be able to kind of activate and awaken things that might be aspects of ourselves that might be lying dormant in the busy world that we live in you know the human experience is so wide and rich but i feel like we miss out on a lot of that deeper stuff so i hope to write music that will encourage that depth i love it i love it introduce this next song and when we come back let's talk about who is truly creating art in music right now Woo. It's deep, yeah. yeah. All right, tell That's us about great. this next song. All right, so the next song is, uh, are we, what are we doing? Harboring a Clay Pirate, right? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> or, yeah, let's do, let's do that. All right, so this song is called Harboring a Clay Pirate, as in a clay pirate, figuring. Got it. You got it. Got it. So up until this point, I had been playing a lot of music that didn't have words because I felt like words cheapen the impact that music can have. Um, and these new songs I'm debuting here tonight are, they're brand new and they're not released and um, it's kind of the evolution of my writing process where I'm able to kind of articulate more than what I used to where I always just felt the music was just too too beyond I could I, I can feel what it's saying but I can't articulate check one two
Ah, Dave Garofalo on Van Sessions. Nice. All right, so, um, yeah, please go to uh, YouTube and search The Last Visible Dog or uh, Dave Garofalo, and you'll find some pretty inspiring videos, including um, you have multiple rants. I do have rants. Yeah, Yeah. which I speak my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so is anyone, okay, so, and I was thinking about this too, and so I recently watched The Dirt, which I know you said you haven't 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 seen seen it yet. I will, though. I will see it. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, Netflix produced it, The Dirt. It's behind the scenes. It's a biopic or biopic, whatever. Biopic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Of Motley Crue and their touring, and it is wild. Definitely mature audiences. Um, But it's it's interesting, Um, and and I I find myself now in 2019 loving motley crew and i never listened to them when they were popular sure and so i'm like well there must be a gap there must be a gap right now sure. right and yeah. and your and your rant was like look pop is so um you, you even used the word algorithms like there's yeah, just so like, it's a temp it's a basically what you have today in the state of of modern music is a template yeah. it's it's devoid of soul it's devoid of uh you know somebody sitting down and going what's the 99 percent not doing let me just if i can find a, a place in me that is truly authentic that is not pleasing others that is just pure channeled beyond the mind something written on my soul um and let me express that to the world. Who cares if it's not in a genre? Who cares if, if it's not the status quo? Nobody that did anything interesting in this entire eons and eons ever did just copied the next guy. And the, and the, the, the problem is, as a culture, as, you know, music industry, let's just talk about the industry I know and have been in. It's all, I mean, you see a segue, it's all about profit. Yeah. And, and that's the we problem is, yeah. so exactly, it's like when Safety Suit came out with their third album, it was so, because we, we rock band to start, with third album, every, all of our fans said, sounds like Safety Suit wants to eat, <laughs> because we okay. started going more okay. pop, you know, right. and that's the, the challenge every artist has is, do I compromise what's in my heart to fit it into the mold and try to hit a Pavlov response in the public so that I can line my pockets with money, that's like, that's like basically a rearrangement arranging deck chairs on the Titanic it's you're gonna who cares so you have a lot of money so what but what's what's really what's really gonna last and um, you know we would have to you know there would have to be artists who are saying you know what I don't care if I make money because if I just do what's in my heart um, I'm gonna be supported okay so as a member of the band Dave Garofalo uh, how how long did you struggle internally before you left this is a great, a great question. Really, you ask good questions. Sometimes <laughs> interviews, it's like, you know, they stay on the surface, but this is good. Um, uh, it, you know, hell hath no fury like repressed growth. And, um, you know, when I was a kid, I, I, I got very specific direction. Uh, when I first got my guitar, these were really ancient sounding uh, melodies that I didn't have a context for at the time were coming, my hands were playing and it was doing something powerful to me inside. And so in the beginning of life, I had a direction, but then I compromised it for, you know, it was fun, don't don't get me wrong, those are my brothers, and we had a blast, and I'm so glad I did, and I learned so much. But um, it just, it wasn't the full picture, and I think so many of us do do that where we settle for a pseudo-career. It's not quite what our heart's exactly telling us, but you know, the the breaking point, because there was a lot of pressure over the time, because it was a hard thing to complain about. I'm I'm with my best friends on the tour bus all the time, and we're making money, and everything's everything's great. But uh, slowly but surely, this thing grew in me where I was like, 
I, I just started thinking about like, what if I were to go, you know, unexpectedly, I have five minutes to think about over my reflect on my life. What would I regret? And from that vantage point, really, truly answering that question was the first part of empowering me to move past that kind of stagnant, comfortable place I was in. Um, and, and so it was that and the, a quote from uh, Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. Interesting. And so, and I just went for it and you took just the risk. Yeah. And st- I'm starting over. But, and you would think that's like, after 20 years, you're starting over. That sucks. It's like, it's, it's been so, like, everything in me is coming to life like I've never experienced. Why? Because I'm uncompromisingly following what I really could have been following from childhood, but just took a detour. And now to be able to do that and to be able to do that here and share that with this community at its evolutionary state, just getting ready to explode um, with just creativity is such a, it's such a, a beautiful thing for me. How, how many bands out there, what's the percentage? I mean, if you had to put a number on it, uh, have someone, a member in the band who feels that way. Oh yeah. And in every band you're going to, you know, a good example is Zane from, uh, you know, how he split off from one direction. You know, that was, that was an example in the mainstream of somebody who just said, I'm, I have more in me than is allowed an outlet in this genre because you have to put a filter at the edge of your creativity. Is it modern pop? No, then throw it out, you know? And, and that to me is, is violence. You know, like the, the guys who John Lennon, these, the Beatles, the doors, these guys weren't fulfilling a template. They were just saying, what, is bursting out of us and whatever that is let's just do it without filter without confining parameters and and see what happens and then something from those people starts something new so what's the next thing the next thing in what in what sense in, what's the next one? thing in music and so yeah I, because you're like I, who's the next john who's the, so what's okay so the next thing because like uh nirvana was the next thing sure you know it's so, been a while since we've had a next thing it, yes it has and we're due yeah. for it and and the way that 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 i see it is it, to answer this question now is going to be different than in the nirvana days because now we have to take in the fact that people as a collective are thirsting for something real they are sick and tired of the counterfeit they are sick and tired of living their life through the window of of a phone and they want to live they want to get to the end of their life like Thoreau and echo him and say I know that I lived my life it's in one of the songs I just sang I said that and um, so you have to take into to account that people are really thirsting for something deeper which really if we can get if if there can be music that is intended for the spirit behind it, for lack of a better word, and, and what it's for is to take the listener on a journey inside where they are the hero of their own life and they discover aspects of themselves that may have been dormant. And it's all about the listener. Whereas right now in our culture, we glorify those that, that believe the hype about themselves and we just glorify that. And then what is that? We're just groveling at these celebrities' feet. Well, it should be the opposite way around. It should yeah. be like we, the enter- entertainers, we, the, the, the creatives should be infusing life into society. So I see, uh, 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 I see a potential. Nobody knows for sure. Who knows? This is just speculation here. But I see with what I've seen around what, uh, with this music that I'm playing uh, at different places in the U.S. and getting the same reactions, um, I think that next thing is going to have to be something that encapsulates the entirety of the soul 
and not and I'm not talking new age at all. I mean, I'm sounding a little bit like that. I, I assure you, there's none of that going on here. But just in a very real sense, what is like people people coming together and throwing their differences, just throwing them aside and saying, where where do we come together? And this is the thing: music is a universal language. We can take this concert and go into some jungle somewhere where they've never heard English, and they'll cry. Or you can go into a van. Or you can go into a van. Music transcends boundaries. It transcends beliefs and opinions. It unites us. And the right music, with the right intention, hopefully can point directly past all the roles we play to that essence that unites all of us. So beautiful. All right. Let's hear this next song. And then when we come back, let's talk about our insignificance. Oh, yeah. I'd love to talk about that. All right. Sweet. I love that. Dude, you're like the best interviewer ever. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this song. This song is called The Other World's Call. Can I introduce the song like this? Is that fine? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, every single thing that I write about has to do with the human journey and all of its aspects. And of course, it's, it's an infinite thing. Everybody's can and does look completely different, and that's a beautiful thing. But uh, so what you see in life is a lot of death and rebirth. You go through a, a shitload of pain, and then if you don't resist it, you, you, you kind of, <laughs> what was pain becomes joy if you just allow it, embrace it, feel the whole thing. So in my music, there's always this sense of transcending what's the status quo or something. So this particular one, Otherworld's Call, I've had this sense my entire life. I was born with it that I was just doing something really important and I can't remember what that is. And this, this idea of remembering has been always really powerful in my, in my mind since I was a little boy. And, and, and that, you know, it, it, it started to feel like I was like getting this call from something and I couldn't explain it other than like, there's something calling to me and I'm supposed to do something and I don't know what that means, but I die for it, but I don't know what that means. And, um, and I found the call to be very mystifying and it's almost like a river you fall into that uh, continues to unfold as you let go and let go and let go. Um, so, let's do this. Two, three, four. That's when you fall for the whisper you say. 
Dave Garofalo on Van Sessions, and uh, Dave's going to introduce his guitarist here. Another Dave. We have two Daves. Yeah, the two Daves. Dave Squared here. Yeah. Dave Squared. Right. Dave Squared. So this is uh, yeah. So this is actually a story. Can I tell you a quick story? I want to hear about Dave. Yeah. Come on, let's. We're two East Coast guys over here. Come on, get by the mic. You uh, hear? I, I can lean in. This is Dave Warren. So that me and this guy right here, we grew up together. In North Jersey, oh, you did? right outside of New York City. How the hell did you end up in August? Dude, I'm telling you, this is like this is like synchronicity, like you wouldn't even believe. So we actually grew up. We were best friends. We played in punk ska bands. Our entire childhood was punk rock and coffee I'm and a fan. ska. Okay, I and mean, that's why when we came up and we heard, uh, you know, all the music you were playing, we're like, we're right at home. <laughs> These are our people. Right on. Yeah, that was the interrupters, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, they'll be at the depot tomorrow. FYI. Oh yeah, that's that's what you were telling me about yeah. the punk ska band. Yeah. Nice. So um so yeah so we we played music together forever. We 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 have that history of like knowing each other's style and being able to play play well together. Years for years we were in several different punk bands together. We lost touch, but like he was one of those friends that you kind of like every time you talk to every few years you're always on the same page, you know. And um so he goes on. Well, I don't want to take his. This is his story, but he lived in Philly, moved to Philly, and he was going to go on like a soul journey. And I'll let him tell you how he ended up in Ogden. A soul journey. Yes, yeah, so I'll search yeah. my way around the U.S. for eight months in my uh, Pathfinder with my <laughs> pit bull, and uh, wow, yeah. just like landed here and met a lot of cool people along the way from like Salt Lake in the area. And I figured this would be like a good hub. And at the time, the cost of living was very, very Manageable. low, yeah. which was good for my uh, lack of abilities to make money. So we ended up here and I saw Dave come through in safety suit and we just were like right on the same page. We hadn't seen each other in years and we were just like, yeah, let's play some music. So he ended up here in Ogden, like you said, and yeah, the rest wild. is history. But we didn't wild. even plan. Like he could have yeah. ended up anywhere. Yeah. And, then the, and then the woman I fall in love with could have been from anywhere yeah. and happened to like she works in Ogden. I mean, it just couldn't have been... More, we were just like, all right, well, we're, we're literally blocks from each other. Why don't we play music? And then we just rediscovered this whole, like, we didn't even know we could play like this until, you know. God, it's beautiful, Dave. Oh, thank what you, you. What are you doing, man? What do you mean? This is crazy. Tell, yeah. I thought we were going to talk about our insignificance. No, I know, I know. <laughs> so as, as, as awesome and beautiful as this is, we are so insignificant. Mm. Yes. Yeah, in the end. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you think about it, you know, the difference between any two people is like the difference between any two snowflakes in an endless blizzard. So, um, so but is that, wait, 
Is that depressing? No. See, that's see, that's the thing. It, yeah. it sounds on the surface as depressing, but when you remove preconceived notions and you and, and you just kind of see things as they are, you know, we don't really have many answers. We have a lot of speculation that are masquerading as answers, but um, we really don't know who we are, what we are. We don't know where we are. Um, really, we have we have theories, but um, you know, the beautiful thing for me of the the insignificance part is that it frees you up to you know look the universe doesn't care about you it's too big it can't right you're too small however that can be the most empowering positive thing because if it doesn't matter then i could whether i do don't follow my passion or not it's no difference to the universe mm. i might as well be a blaze moving through this world while i'm here and live and like what is it i think it was jack london who said i'd rather be a superb meteor every atom of me in glow than to be a permanent and sleepy planet and i love that quote because it's like when you can embrace that insignificance seemingly um it kind of frees you up to not really need to uh have like some story about your life uh you know to make yourself feel better about it you can just do what's in your heart while we're here while we're while we're alive and while we're feeling significant in our own right. Of course. Tell me about the significance of one 1993 cassette tape recording. Oh, nice. <laughs> you really did your homework. <laughs> like, unbelievable. So what he's referring to, so when I, when I was a kid, um, I had gotten my first guitar when I was 13, and I had a little two-tape deck karaoke machine. I thought I was like making it big just by having this thing. Oh, so yeah. I two cassettes, yeah. I can record and then record over myself. Oh my gosh, technology. And um, so uh, I recorded a bunch of just of that, you know, what I described earlier that you know when I just started playing these ancient melodies without lessons I didn't know what I was doing mm. um, and those melodies were really kind of started me on my journey of questioning reality questioning you know to find what is ultimately going on here just as simple as that what is yeah. really real um, so and the music was bringing that up in me so I, I recorded on a cassette tape I filled an entire cassette tape of um, of, of music and some of those songs are going to be what I'm getting ready to release that I wrote when I was 13 but now they have like full strings and orchestration and you know they've evolved a lot yeah. Um, but yeah I still have that cassette tape and um, it actually started playing in reverse one year the entire tape what just started playing in reverse and then there was like a whole other all these other songs that came out of the reversed version of the guitar it was so crazy but anyway, I still still have that cassette tape. You still have it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's I wish they sold cars that have cassette tapes players. In I, them. You yeah. know, I, I should have one just yeah. around the house because being you know growing up in uh, you know. You know up what's cool 90s. though, right now it's raining. Is it right now? Yeah. Oh, it's starting knows. to rain. I know they're all they're all still here, which is very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> all right, take anyway. us out, Dave. Okay, Listen, cool. I I want you back, man. So we're all fans I love to now. Thank you for having me, man. How can we follow you? Where where, yeah, where the, are you on your so, socials? So so the the best thing to do, I have a Facebook page. You just search for Dave Garofalo or Dave Garofalo and the Last Visible Dog, and you'll find me. Um, I'm always posting updates. I do Facebook Live concerts free on there um, at times. Uh, you can go to SoundCloud.com/tlvd, and there's just a bunch of song clips that go through the range of what I do: movie scores, tribal music. Uh, singer songwriter other world oh, it just goes through the whole gamut so um, that, and then YouTube yeah YouTube is yeah. where all the, the most recent songs are uh, awesome. just search Last Visible Dog Dave, thank you so for much, having man. me man this yeah, was such a pleasure it. I love what you do and to be a part of this is such an oh, honor so man. thank you my friend take us out tell us about this last song and thanks to Dave uh, from Jersey
Yeah. Dave Garofalo, everyone. On Van Sessions. Search the last visible dog. Good night, everyone. All right. Dude, thank you for having me. It was so fun.